0: This episode of Date Night is supported by E.D. Wine Company. If you're located in the GTA, Hamilton, Kitchener, or Guelph, you need to check out E.D. Wine Company. Sommelier Elizabeth Davies curates four wines for you and delivers them right to your door. Each bottle comes hand-wrapped with tasting notes about what you're sipping. It's an approachable way to explore the world of wine and helps you learn a thing or two along the way. Check them out on Instagram at edwineco or... Or go to edwine.ca to sign up for either a monthly delivery like Shane and I get or a single wine package. Whatever works best for you. When you sign up, make sure to use the promo code THISFAMILYTREE10 to get 10% off your entire subscription. Again, that's edwine.ca and THISFAMILYTREE10. But Alex. Yeah, Shane.
1: Date night must begin.
0: Let's do it. Hello, everyone. I'm Lorna, and I'm here with my husband, John.
1: We're taking over tonight.
0: While Alex and Shane party it up.
1: Welcome Welcome to to Date Date Night.
0: Night. All right. So before Shane and I get out of here, skedaddle for his birthday party, uh, I'm just going to say kind of what my parents who are taking over tonight are going to be doing. They're going to start off the episode, as Shane and I usually do, by cracking open a bottle of wine that we get delivered to us from Edie Wine Company. It's a bottle of wine that they have never tried. And they are going to try to guess the tasting notes that come delivered to us by the Somali Elizabeth Davies. So mom, dad, tell us what you're drinking.
1: All right, we finally got rid of them. Are you happy? I'm totally happy. Okay, great. This is awesome. <laughs> okay. We've been we've been waiting for this for years. Anyway, the first thing we're gonna do is try the wine. It is a Dudo Dude Nodan Pinot Noir twenty nineteen. And that's all we know. Do you okay. wanna go first, honey? Or? Sure. Okay. Let's
2: I'll try it. All first I'm right. gonna smell Cheers, it. Cheers, darling. Cheers, darling. Okay.
1: Well, that's beautiful.
2: I can tell you I'm pleasantly surprised.
1: Yeah, because you're normally a a white wine drinker. Yes. I I know why you like this wine. I'll tell you what my, do you want me to tell you my thoughts first? Mm -hmm. Because I think I know why you'll like this wine. I really like Pinots, and it's not just because of the movie Sideways, but I really like Pinots, as you know. And this one is a really, I think, a really fruit forward Pinot. With your Chardonnays that you like to drink, they're really fruit forward so so this one i think is
2: can i jump in there yeah black currant for sure black, current,
1: black i was okay not okay not just that but mm-hmm. i was gonna i was gonna say not just cherry but a black cherry you know yeah. you know what i mean yes okay no leather no
0: mm-hmm.
1: no it's just very fruit not a
2: lot of tannins yeah
1: should should i go ahead and read it
2: uh i find it very jammy
1: yeah, and exactly. Yeah,
2: because yeah. I love jam, being British, and I love black currant jam. I love this wine.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. So, uh, black currants, black cherries, and mm-hmm. not a lot of other. I'm not tasting a lot of like soils, let's say, or anything like that. Very fruit forward. Okay. Yes. Okay. Got here it. we go. Here's the tasting notes. Here we have a Pinot from Burgundy that is tasting much riper than we would have had a few years ago. Instead of crunchy red fruit flavors, we have darker fruit represented. Check out the brain on Lorna: blackberry, black cherry. Oh my gosh. And black currants. A small portion of this wine was aged in oak for six to nine months, which we didn't taste. No. Right, the oak, but just a small portion, and this uh, helps round out the mouthfeel. Anyway, I'm I'm digging it, and you I are love too. it. Yes. Okay, so so date night. Date night, this is awesome. And we got rid of the kids.
2: <gasps> yeah, and we can raid their fridge.
1: Yeah, you know what? This is just like it was 20 years ago. Honey, we're having a drink and we got rid of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so here we go. These questions were uh, composed by Alex and Shane. And just like on the regular date night pods, I'm going to ask Lorna the questions and she's going to answer them and then I'll try to give a little shot too. Ready, darling. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. What was the first thing you noticed about each other?
2: The first thing I noticed about you is that, um, other than that, obviously hotness.
1: That's good enough for is me. It, <laughs> <laughs> is that superficial enough? It's superficial, but but it's the first thing you noticed. Yes. Yes. You didn't because you can't on that first glimpse detect my. Well-rounded personality, intelligence, uh, knowledge about all sorts of things, all those and things. wonderfulness. All those things. Warm heart. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That so, was the fiftieth time. Yeah. So that, <laughs> So that's a good answer. Okay. So first thing I noticed about Lorna, and I remember this like it was yesterday, but it was. I'm gonna do the math. It was about forty-eight years ago. Lorna hung out with a girl on my street, Jan. And they were best buddies for a little while, and I had no idea until one day Lorna walked by my house, and I thought, "Oh my goodness, that is a perfect girl. She, like, absolutely beautiful, and very nice. She had a very nice shape, um, <laughs> among other things. But you know, again, so absolutely superficial. But she was probably 13 at the time." And I don't think any 13-year-old or 12-year-old is thinking about anything other than superficial things.
2: You were way more polite than I thought you would be. You were just, a. a we just had so much in common and we just loved hanging out together right from the beginning.
1: You're absolutely right. Okay, and the first thing I noticed about you apart from the superficial things was how nice you were to other people and then that's been confirmed Uh, over the last 40 some odd years was guys you went to high school with or girls you went to high school with they said oh Lorna you know she's always such a nice looking popular girl but she was just always so nice to everyone Ah, well that's
2: the most important that is thank you yeah
1: yeah not for me when I was 12 (laughs) anyway (laughs) okay what was your most fun date before kids
2: Okay. I think, I can't peg it down to one most fun date, but our most fun dates were always where we were doing some great physical activity together and having a lot of fun. Whether it was playing tennis or golf or just doing some silly game with each other, some kind of physical activity. I think that was my most fun time with you.
1: You know, you almost make me want to Changed my answer. Um,
2: oh, and naked Scrabble.
1: <laughs> naked Scrabble. Naked Scrabble was all. No, no, no. That was. A, oh, that that yeah. wasn't a date. That was we were already married. But huh? it was kind well, of a date. Okay. We go yeah. downstairs. Yeah. yeah. By the fire. Okay. All right. Well, that's hard to beat. You know what? I used to love going to Toronto and listening to Dixieland jazz and blues and things like that at the Brunswick House. Those were those were pretty good times. Those
2: were fun times. Yeah. Okay. And we did see Long John Baldry at so one Long of those Baldry, uh, the Brunswick right. House in Toronto
1: who probably wasn't a very... Most listeners won't know the name Long John Baldry uh, unless you're from England or Canada, but you may know the song Someone Saved My Life Tonight by Elton John that was written about his best friend at the time, Long John Baldry, who stopped him from basically committing suicide. Anyway, uh, (laughs) how about what was our most fun date after kids?
2: Well, I would say going away to a hotel, your mom usually babysitting the children as she always did and she loved them so much. And we would go and have some great day somewhere and a wonderful dinner and in um, and, and a nice hotel room.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We did, we did that a lot. My mom was great that way about babysitting the kids. I'll, I'll take it a step further. Um, we did a lot of nice business trips together too, you know, all over the world. And we did. my favorite night was Amsterdam one night where <laughs> we just did, we, did, let me put it this way. We did what locals do in Amsterdam, even though we normally do, don't do that kind of thing.
2: Yes. And what John means is we rode bikes.
1: We rode bikes. <laughs> no, we, we just had a blast and, uh, you know, met lots of people and, and we, we, And I like to get to bed early, but we probably came home when the sun rose. So that was pretty unforgettable, right?
2: It was. Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. If you could give advice to a young couple, what would you tell them?
2: Okay. I suppose I would say always make time for each other. So it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day motherhood and fatherhood and laundry and shopping and cooking, but you need to always remember that you're friends and that you're lovers, and you always need to find time for the romance and for the friendship, because those kids are gonna grow up and they're going to leave the nest, and you don't wanna be left thinking, what do we do now? And I have to say that... This is a sweet spot in our life, a perfect sweet spot, where we are still very active and very fit, and our kids have their own life, they're established in their lives right now, and it's perfect. And we just didn't have to get reacquainted, we just carried on with what we've been doing this whole time which is always being friends with each other always being romantic and always having having fun together and when the kids are around it's wonderful and when they're not it's wonderful
1: yeah i, I agree and this is something that i th- i think Alex and Shane are really good at they devote their whole lives to their kids but the second those kids are in bed they are doing things together whether it's this job which is kind of fun or uh, playing tennis, or running, or playing their new game that they play on the street. <laughs> I, I I agree. Uh, finding time for each other is huge, and it's more important too, I think, than having time with friends. I know some of my friends would say, "Oh, you, you have to have your separate lives and make sure you you know you, you play with your you know baseball with your friends or golf with your friends that kind of thing." I love that. I'm very active with my friends, but I think that. What keeps us so close as a couple is I would prefer to do all those things with you.
2: That is that is so sweet. And especially during COVID, we've put that to the test. John traveled a lot is um, his whole career from the time babies were little. And I've been very used to him traveling and going away for three to five days at a time, sometimes more. So it's always so sweet when he comes home and, you know, we renew our relationship. But we have basically been together every single day almost for the over a year. We've both been working hard separately at home, but we've both been home every day, every night, and it has not been a chore.
1: Yeah, some people, some of my friends said, is this driven you crazy, the fact that you're with Lorna every night? I said, no, I've absolutely loved it. It's been great. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So... What were your first impressions of Shane and how have they evolved? I'll, I'll give you my first impression of Shane and how they've evolved. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, and I'll give you a bit of time. To think. Okay. Okay. So when I first met Shane, I thought, oh, okay, this is the guy that directed Alex in a video. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, you know, hangs out with all these really cool guys. And he must be just his biggest extrovert. And... You know, just uh, you know, he's in the music business, in the entertainment business, in the TV business, and then I met Shane, and I thought, no, oh, he's a pretty serious guy. He's a fun guy, but he's a really serious guy. And how have how's how's this evolved? I found that uh, not only is he a serious yet fun guy, but I found, wow, is he ever a really hard worker, great father, and great provider? I don't have. Any worries about Alex and Shane? Because uh, with Shane's drive and enthusiasm, they'll be fine. So, Jake, you get all of my money.
2: <laughs> anyway. Okay. Did you have a little tear squeezing out of there when you were talking about Shane?
1: I always I always cry when I think about <laughs> Shane. Yeah.
2: Uh, I loved Shane from the get-go. I knew that Alex was head over heels and she couldn't stop talking about him and... I know that she knows uh, a good thing when she sees it. And Shane has always been com- so polite, so lovely to us. And when they, <laughs> when they got engaged, I remember it was Easter and Alex went over to get Bapcha, her Bapcha. But she left Shane at our house. <laughs> and this is only six months after they met. And so, you know, we didn't know Shane that well, really, but we loved him. Anyway, and uh, when she left, it was a time for Shane to talk to us and say, "I just want you to know, I love Alex. We would like to get married, and we would, I would like your blessing." And it was the sweetest thing. And Aww. I was in the kitchen cooking, and I was crying, and and I'm crying now. <laughs> and John was uh, so excited. We were thrilled. So basically, Shane is the most, the easiest guy to love. Oh my god! I yeah. think. And, um, and Alex knows a good thing when she sees it. Good for her.
1: Yeah, she's very observant that way. She is. Yeah, just like <laughs> I was when I saw you when you were 12. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So what's the most similar quality of Alex and Shane's relationship to your own, to our own relationship?
2: Okay. I think right from the start, they are doing very similar things. They are both active uh, physically and they like doing fun things together. They enjoy each other's company and they are uh, great parents and things do get the better of you and your parents and, and you know, the house gets messy and you get irritated with each other. But I, it seems like they know how to get beyond that and how to work out their issues because they're just silliness- Things you know, tiny, tiny things that don't matter, and it seems like they know how to get around that, and they don't hold grudges, and they do talk things through.
1: That's about thirty. I asked you for the most similar quality. Okay. Uh, of Alex and Change relationships you go. to our own. I can give you another like hundred. The, probably. I like the thirty. <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, okay. So I'll say that they like to have fun together, and when they're outside playing together, or or tonight they just took off. They took off for <laughs> you know left us here. Those kids left us here to do all their work for them. Is there a paycheck in this for us? Anyway, what do Alex and Shane have wrong when it comes to life or relationships?
2: Oh, right off the bat.
1: Isn't it funny? We both thought of something right off the bat.
2: (laughs) What do they have wrong?
1: Yeah, when it comes to life or relationships.
2: Alex should listen to her mother a little more, (laughs) giving advice, because sometimes I give advice and then six months down the road, she's thinking, hmm, I should have done this, this. And I'm thinking, yeah, I said that six months ago.
1: Well, you know what? That's funny <laughs> you say that because she's the total opposite of Shane then because Shane will come up to me and ask me for advice. i say, well, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And, and he'll take the advice. Okay, so what do I think uh, they've done wrong when it comes to life or relationships? Okay, I I think they invest so much time into this, this family tree and, 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 and everything like that and while trying to balance everything else about being parents. So here's what I think. I think they've got the parenting thing down great. I think they've got the uh, love thing down great. And I think that they've got the family tree down great. What I'd like to see them do is hire more people to do all the little things for them, just so that they don't have to you mean worry about editing, it. you know, whether it's editing or just any little Baby chore. babysitters, babysitters, <laughs> house cleaners, um, granddad here, Jaja, that's me, Jaja. Uh, I cut the grass today and trim the hedges and all that stuff. But I, I think that they should just concentrate on continuing to do the great job they're doing, parenting, loving each other, mm-hmm. and with this family tree and their own jobs. And any other little thing, farm it out because they can afford it.
2: House cleaners. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you saying my daughter keeps
2: a? a oh no, no, dirty it's house? lovely in here right now.
1: <laughs>
2: no, it's just that's that's a huge job.
1: I, I agree. That I agree. doesn't
2: need to be done by them.
1: Okay. What quality do you each possess that are most similar to Alex and Shane?
2: Okay, I think Alex and I share a huge compassion for people and people's situations, and we're always trying to, you know, we always want to help those who need help. If I'm reading this question correctly, I think I'm similar to Shane, and I think this has been discussed before, in that we are people pleasers, meaning we want to please our partners, and we, we're always thinking about our partners. But then having said that, I think Alex is like that
1: too. Okay, okay. I, I, I'm reading it different okay i'm like what i probably reading it wrong what quality do you each possess that are most similar to alex and shane i'm thinking what what quality do we possess yeah well
2: what quality do you have individually i would say my one of my best qualities is is compassion for yeah. humankind yeah and okay. i think alex possesses that too so what about you
1: yeah yeah okay and, and i'm like, i'm good at that. that that's a quality i have but nowhere you you're off the charts and Alex is off the charts for that um we're doers yeah you're you're doers um I think okay I hate to say I I just like to have fun and you know I'm I'm the fun part of Alex and I have compassion for people I have but you can see where the part of Alex that is a lot like me in her
2: yeah that's that's not a bad thing that's a good thing that that's, I don't want to uh, admit it,
1: but it's it's No,
2: you, you admit it away. Like, that's a yeah. great... Okay, okay. That's a great uh, thing to f- to have, and, and Alex does. She does have your your fun and your, you know, your ability to lose things like wallets and Yeah, phones. okay, yeah, yeah. We're,
1: we're fun, and we're both uh, a little <laughs> and, bit... And you don't, don't care. Don't, we don't care about... The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you lost your wallet. Ah, I'll get another one. Oh, by the way, I always get my wallet back. Why?
2: Can I, because, can I tell a story yeah. about your wallet? Okay, John loses his wallet everywhere. Like, you know, somebody once called me from a phone booth in Windsor saying, I have a wallet here belonging to John Lomparski. John was on business, and John didn't even know his wallet was gone.
1: But I knew it would come back.
2: Yeah, it yeah. It would find his another, another time, we got a call from a nurse at the hospital down the street from us, about two kilometers down the street, found his wallet. John put his wallet on the bumper of his car for a second and then forgot and drove off and somewhere along the street it fell off in the middle of a busy road a nurse was walking across the road picks up this wallet and said oh John Lomparski I know him he he works in hospitals and and uh I know him so John's been very very lucky about that
1: yeah not not lucky but I blame that one on the bumper that was not my (laughs) fault that was that was a malfunction in the bumper okay <laughs> next next is what's your best date night movie?
2: Well, wow. our first date night movie was Phantasm Classic and we just for a we flick. just actually had our 42nd dating anniversary, anniversary of our first date. We've never Last seen week. it since. It was it's a cult movie now. I think it's got a cult following, but it was just a bad movie back bad then. Movie, yeah. So our best Best? We have a lot of bests. Okay, I, I'll,
1: I'll think of a couple. I'll, I'll tell you a couple that I think of. Any any movie that you and I watch a thousand times so, always has a good soundtrack.
2: Kay. I'll go, you go, I'll go. Kay. Okay, almost famous.
1: Like 100%. Almost famous <laughs> yeah. because of the soundtrack. Yeah. And if, apart from the fact that it's an unbelievable movie. Yeah. And anything else? Uh, you go. Okay, uh, Midnight in Paris.
2: Oh, absolutely. Love the, that. The music of Cole Porter from the
1: 20s. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: uh, you know we like a little Chicago now and then.
1: Chicago, American graffiti. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. We're on the same page. That that that's why our dates are always rocking. <laughs> okay. Shane always says that you marry your deficits. Is that the case with you?
2: Yes, I married my deficits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> Let me think. I feel like, can you tell me if I'm wrong? Okay. But I feel like I have taught you to be more sensitive. 100%. Okay, good. Um, that was probably in our early years, one of our biggest fights is that mm. I felt like you weren't sensitive enough to my needs, not not noticing, just being almost kind of aloof, I think. And I, I mistook him being aloof for just him not realizing that he had to show his affection in a certain way. But after a while, I think after a couple of years, I realized, okay, I understand that you love me. You just don't show it in the same way that I would show it. I come from a very huggy, kissy family where we show our love and tell each other we love them all the time. And I know you loved your family. You just weren't a big huggy, kissy family. Yeah, it was a t- but I think, uh, so that was your deficit. So maybe this is backwards. I, I maybe that's I agree. why that you was, wanted... Hey, that was 100% of my deficit. Okay.
1: Like, oh, okay. You okay, came so, from, you
2: but came that from... was, I'm answering your question. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing your answer. Now you have to do my answer then.
1: Well, I'm just saying, I agree with you that, um, yeah, I didn't come from a lo- like that loving, huggy, kissy family. I just came from a loving... Yeah, we know we love each other. Shut up. Yeah. You know, like don't don't forget, my parents came from, you know, World War II, prisoners and yeah. you know, walking across Europe, all that crap, and uh, they were just happy to be over here and you know, hugging yeah. and kissing wasn't part of it, but there so, was a an so unspoken I ins- love. So, so you instilled that in me. I
2: answered your deficit. So okay. what did I have that was deficit? a deficit? No. I know exactly what I had. Well, okay. I had insecurity. And oh. you were very secure. You were very confident and secure in what you wanted, where you were going. And I was very insecure. And I felt you were my confidence. You were definitely my confidence. When we got married, you, have, you had every faith in me. When the kids were little, you convinced me to go to university full time and be what i always wanted to be which was a teacher i went to university for 4 years i went to teachers college i worked so hard i never would have done it had i not had you at my back saying you can do this lorna so you were my total confidence and that was my i married my deficit yeah there. i never
1: i you know i never thought about that because it's been 30 some odd years since we talked about that about your you know, let's say lack of. I I can't believe that you had a lack of confidence because Lorna was big high school, absolute prettiest girl, the nicest girl. Um, those aren't those aren't important things. No, no, I'm just saying that you just think that someone like that. I I would just assume that someone like that would have a ton of confidence and i guess it just wasn't the case because you know you you really really blossomed you're right you're mm-hmm. right and um, you're
2: speaking of some from someone who is confident okay right yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. all right
1: i'm going to have a totally different kind of answer marry your deficits you know what your deficits are <laughs> your huge deficits that which i have solved <laughs> i do the remote control for the tv for you i do
2: the but those are my deficits, not your yours. Deficit. No, those are your deficits. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's great. Like, even
1: last night, Lorna says, honey, the TV just isn't working. <laughs> okay.
2: Alex and Shane, I think, will concur with me yeah. that our TV is not easy to work. Either here or wherever. It's not an easy TV to work.
1: Okay. Your wonderful husband bought you a new iPad yesterday for your, uh, Thank for your you. birthday. Yes. And... Uh, even though I was really busy at work, who had to install absolutely everything. Your wonderful husband, because that's your deficit. Well, right? thank you. We're talking you. about your deficit. Thank
2: you. Yes. Okay, those you, are re- were, you are receiving payment for yeah. that, so okay. I don't oh, think that yes. counts.
1: Now, it's such a superficial deficit, but I don't want to get hit by a bus tomorrow, or Lorna would just really have to marry someone else <laughs> the next day to be able to navigate through this technological world.
2: Do you know... I have not, I do, ha- I have thought of that. I, I feel ashamed to admit it, but <laughs> I think about John, I, I always say a little prayer when John goes on a trip, that he comes home safely and <laughs> one of, th- well, not the first thing I think of, but one of the things I think of is, oh my God, how am I going to survive? I don't even know what our finances are. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I have been focused on my teaching you know how- career and the kids. I I can't know everything, John.
1: You've done a great job because we don't have to worry about the kids. They're fine on their own. And your teaching career will provide us with this great pension for the next many, But you realize
2: why you have to stay alive. I have to stick
1: around just to help you out with life. Thank you. I understand that. Okay. The worst vacation you've ever been on.
2: This is the worst trip I've ever been on. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I think it was when... It was a leg of a trip, actually. Mexico. Oh, oh, gosh, gosh. <laughs> it, it was such a bad trip. <laughs> I put it to the back of my mind, and John pulled it out from the recesses. So, yes, worst trip ever. John and I, it wasn't that long was ago, all, maybe it 20 years ago. was
1: resort about 14 years ago. 14.
2: In Mexico yeah. and we did go to Mexico at one point when I was early in my pregnancy with Alex I got violently ill we just went for the afternoon then we had this all inclusive trip and everybody said don't worry Mexico has changed you are going to the Mayan Riviera you're in a five star hotel everything's going to be fantastic and it was, John. The hotel was beautiful. Everything was wonderful Except? for a day and a half. Yeah. Now, the, it started out with, actually, it was around Christmas time. It started out with me waking up at four in the morning with sirens going by. And, and I just kind of put it out of my head Drug after a while. Killed, yeah. No, no, no. We woke up in the morning and there was a, a beautiful lobby, a two story lobby with this beautiful Christmas tree right up through two stories. It burned to the ground. No alarms were set in our <laughs> rooms. The thing burned to the ground. We didn't even know the roof was burned and everything hey, was we, just we went and took on.
1: pictures. We went and took pictures of this lobby burning in this five star <laughs> hotel. And the manager of the hotel came and said, uh, hey, Give me those pictures, and I'll give you whatever—a free night at the hotel <laughs> <Yeah>. or something.
2: <laughs> but that wasn't the worst. The worst was after we were there for day and a half. We were at the—they had this little inland lagoon on the resort, and John and I decided to have a an afternoon margarita. And John made them doubles, and then he had another one. I didn't want one, and he had maybe two or three or four. And then we went back to our room. John had a power nap a workout like he always does. And I'm just feeling, eh, I don't know how I feel. And then we go out for dinner. We have dinner. And I'm not feeling good by this time, but John has great plans. We're going to play a... Play a Del Carmen. Play a Del Car- Carmen Carmen? Yeah. Carmen, for the night. And I go back to the room and I start throwing up and I thought, oh, John has this great night planned. I don't know how to tell him I, I, I don't feel well. So I met him back at the bar. He's got a drink waiting in front of me. I'm looking at the drink thinking there's no way I can drink this. Anyway, long story short, I was so ill that we had to call in a doctor. The uh, doctor was dripping with gold and he only worked between like two hotels. And he came in. He spent about two minutes in the room, told me to turn around, pulled down my pants. He gave me a shot in the ass and What said, do you mean by that? He said, there you go, 200 bucks US cash. Cash before the
1: shot, yeah.
2: Right. So the rest of the trip, I was not throwing up, but not feeling good, not until we got back home. And uh, that is the last time, was and is the last time I'll ever go to Mexico. I just know, and I know that people have great trips down there, I just know I can't
1: handle yeah, it. Yeah, you, you can't handle it. Yeah, you know what, it was the worst trip I ever had too because <laughs> when you were in bed throwing up in uh, hallucinating and everything else, I was drinking margaritas at the pool with total strangers. <laughs> he wasn't. He was a good boy. <laughs> I wasn't. I was, I was <laughs> taking I good care for of Lorna. You, I was actually. taking good care of Lorna. Okay, how about the best vacation we've ever been on?
2: Oh, it's too many to count, babe, but you know what? I <laughs> think one of the best is when we skip town when Alex had her confirmation <laughs> because we won an all-expenses-paid trip to Hawaii. Yeah,
1: yeah. And
2: we went to Hawaii. We stayed at Ritz that. Carleton. Oh no, uh, the Pink oh. Palace. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, it was magical. Absolutely magical. In Waikiki. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I okay. The best vacation ever.
2: The best vacation ever was any vacation we took with the kids and your mom. Oh
1: yeah. Those were great. Disney
2: World was amazing. California, we would have a great day. Your mom would have a great day.
1: And then we'd bugger off. You know what?
2: Yeah. Tuck it, the kids in bed and then John and I would go great. for the okay. night. Okay,
1: great tip for all you kids out there with with young children. Definitely definitely have a great relationship with your nona, bopcha, grandma, granddad, everybody. Because if you bring them on a, on a trip with you, uh, you have your nights free. Huge.
2: We've also brought uh, nieces and nephews yep. as babysitters yep. as well. So bottom line is we've always tried to uh, keep our relationship going, even if we're on a trip with the kids or if we take a trip without the kids. We've had a lot of weekend trips away, just you and I, all through our kids growing up years. And I think that's helped to uh, keep our friendship going.
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay, which celebrity relationship do you most admire?
2: That's a tough one because are there any that are long-lasting? I would say Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita
1: Wilson,
2: Wilson. yeah. Yeah. They went through COVID together.
1: And you know what? I knew you were going to say that and 95% of the listeners knew you were going to say that. Unless Goldie and Kurt...
2: No, no, not no. no. They're not even married.
1: Okay, I have a celebrity relationship that I has lasted longer than any of them. Okay. Did you know that uh, the Rocky movie, the first the first movie? Do you remember Rocky had two turtles, Cuff and Link? Do you remember that? Yeah, in, in, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how we met Talia Shire yeah. in the in the pet store. Uh-huh. He had two turtles. Those two turtles are still alive. So. Like, um, how long ago was Rocky, okay, 77? but they're
2: not celebrities. Like, no, you're, he's a
1: celebrity. Lorna, they were in Rocky. Rocky won Best Picture. Yes. All three of them are celebrities. If if you're telling me those aren't celebrities. No, we're talking about celebrity relationships. Ce- yes. You're telling me Cuff and Link <laughs> oh are not God, celebrities? John. Oh, God, John. Okay, is that God. all you got? Okay, so, oh, my God, is that God. all, is that you all, you all got? I've got? Lorna, that's like a 50-year relationship. We were 17, I think, when that movie came out. Maybe 16. They're not... And How do you know they they're in a relationship? They they still live together.
2: They're, Cuff and Link is that proven? Cuff
1: and Link and S- Sly Stallone are still together. That's my celebrity relationship. That's what I'm going with. Oh, they they're with
2: Sly Stallone. Yeah, they're still. St- oh, you didn't still- mention that. Yeah,
1: so they're having this uh, All like right. crazy threesome. Okay, This All crazy right. reptilian slimy okay. threesome. I, okay, for I'll 50 go with years. that. Yeah. Uh, okay. You agree? Yeah. You've changed from. <laughs> no, no, I haven't changed. I'm just accepting <laughs> your that, okay, answer. Okay. All right. Yeah. So those are all the questions. You know what? This was fun. No, Alex and Shane always tell me how much fun they have when they, when they do this. They do. And about a month ago, you know, we were all up, the three of us were up at the cottage together and I had the chance to watch them do this and they interviewed me and uh, I, I thought Wow, this is this is great. They really do have fun together. And by the way, for you listeners, the one <laughs> really cool thing that I always liked about it was that they, um, you know, when you hear the commercials and Alex doing the intro and all that stuff, it all just happens. It's she doesn't pre-tape any of these things. She goes right from the intro, right to the questions, right to the ending, and this is great. Lorna is telling me, <laughs> she's grabbing me and she said, I think you have to speak into the mic more. more. And I'm hitting her hand away. And yeah.
2: See, we're not, yeah, we're, we're not, not the perfect compatible. couple. Yeah, we're not, no, yeah, yeah. we might have a big fight after that's this. Right.
1: Or we might not. <laughs>
2: or we might play ping pong.
1: Or we might play ping pong. Yeah. Anyway, uh, guys. You know,
2: you can solve your differences through sport.
1: That's what uh, Julius Caesar and... Oh. Those guys did. With I thought
2: you were going to say that's what George Decay does. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: true. No, that's what uh, that's what they did with the uh, with in Rome, right? 22,000 okay. years ago. Right. right. Solve their differences in the uh, Colosseum. Anyway, uh, as a long time listener, first time host, mm-hmm. I've had a blast. How about you?
2: I had a great time. I hate to leave, but
1: m- yeah, leave we must. Oh, and by the way, I want you guys to leave comments. Not just for Alex and Shane. They get they get comments all the time. Five stars. Leave them five stars, but leave your comments for John and Lorna. Tell them you want more. John and no, Lorna.
2: No, no. I'm just kidding. No, no this
1: was great. This is great. We're, one we're time. busy
2: living our life.
1: Yeah, yeah. But we living. won't.
2: We might do it again one day. Yeah, one if, day if we're. Uh, if we're on the hook.
1: Next next year on Shane's birthday, we'll do it again. But anyway, I've had a blast. Darling, I love you. I love you. And we love all you listeners around the world, especially you folks in Tur- Turks and Caicos that keep us number one. <laughs> and this is This, this Family, family tree. tree. I don't date know night. what episode. Date night. <laughs> <day>. Date night. <laughs> okay, bye.